0: I just believe in the process, and we're going to win going through the process. Now, Bills Mafia. It's time for the main event. So sit back and enjoy the show. Bills Mafia, welcome to Red Point and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast, Bills News with a UK twist. It's Robin, it's Matt, no Mark, he's in Menorca, Uh and Lucky Bastard.
1: Yeah. Can't 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 uh, yeah can not blame him for that. Must be getting a lot of exercise carrying all those cocktails from the bar to the uh, to the poolside. So uh yeah I hope he's hope he's uh, st- staying in shape.
0: For all the all inclusive food and all that. Yeah, he couldn't take his he couldn't take his laptop and actually do a recording. Could about a nice nice
1: just with the sound of uh, yes, just with the sound of running, running bombs and slurping. Uh, yeah, it would have it would have been <laughs> a bit of bit of noise, bit of uh, bit of noise coming in from uh, from the goal. Uh, I've had
0: a holiday in fucking years.
1: I've had a holiday this year. I have a holiday this this year. I uh, I can't. I, I couldn't. I shouldn't humble brag too much. We went. We did go to Dubai with the wife for Christmas, but I haven't had a holiday since then. So it's it's been like 8 months or something so is that is that a long time it feels like a long time 8 months 2016 is a long time you haven't had a holiday in 7 years you haven't had a holiday since brexit oh my yep. god yeah you need to you need to it's take with,
0: care. I, I was with I was with the missus and obviously she she wasn't she wasn't too soon on women don't. women don't.
1: Like, I think women do like going on holidays mate that's a bit that's a bit of a myth you might have you might have heard most women I know like going away well so
0: no my my actually she 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 was a bit nervous even even in a car she's nervous when she's not in control oh so if she's not right. driving
1: yes and
0: she's a bit she's a bit nervous so obviously being in a plane thirty thousand feet in the air for five yeah. hours. Yeah, she's uh she gets a bit nervous on there, so never really. Oh, he didn't,
1: he didn't, try old, uh, he didn't try the old, didn't try the old B A Brackus uh, in the A team where he used to he used to drug his uh, milk didn't they, to to get him on the uh, to get him on the plane because he was afraid of flying. What well,
0: I did I did? Eighteen a- 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 reference. There anyone, there like a- anyone remembers
1: the A team? Uh, you, you've been you, you're rolling around the aisles at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, they used to they used to drug him. He was like the real. He was like he was like the hard man of the of the group. He was afraid of flying, so they used to drug him whenever he needs to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, no, I
0: tried. I tried to say to her, yeah, I'll just get you pissed drunk and get you on the plane. But no,
1: nah, it didn't. That's easier do? day. I'll take a you know take a night call or
0: something. Yeah, well, that's
1: but, too bad. I mean, I mean, there's something you going on holiday or you know no no. no. I guess that's okay. the not his plan. What, I mean, how was she with a Seems like a train somewhere.
0: You know, it doesn't have to be in the yeah. country. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, my mate, I've actually got, a, my mate's gone to Mongolia.
1: Oh, yeah, big country. It's an
0: amazing place. Look, from all the photos, it's amazing. Yeah. It's now, kindled me wanting to do that myself.
1: Oh, yeah. That, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, there's a big, big world out there, mate. We're going to Singapore in October, because we've always wanted to go. And then we're going to yeah. Seoul, Seoul uh, in South uh, Korea in May next year. I think I think it's May. So yeah, no, you, yeah. you want to go? I'll give you. I'll give you a whole list of places you can go, mate. I've been been into those places. Go to Italy. I'll just say anywhere in Italy is great. Um, I have a list. I
0: have a list already down. I think Albania is another one. To be honest.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. That's a bit further afield. Yeah. No, Albania is good. It's on. It's on. Uh, it's on the way back up.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we're here
1: for the main event. What did you think of the Barbie <laughs> movie? Haven't seen it. Ah, uh, I I watched it with the wife last night. Very entertained. And uh you, honestly, you'd have to be a real scold and a real asshole not to like it. It's perfectly enjoyable. <laughs> it's very, it's very funny. It's very good. Perfectly entertaining. A lot of fun. I
0: I'd only watch it for Margot Robbie.
1: You don't have to lower the tone, Matthew, please. Come on. It's a serious it's a serious film with with acting and, and, and talent. I'm trying to I'm trying to build something here with this with this podcast. You just you know <laughs> <coughs> All right then,
0: Let's
1: talk about the Bills then, come on. So How this, are we doing this week?
0: Yeah, they're doing all right. They're uh,
1: actually Yeah, yeah they're doing pretty good. Um, unbeaten so far this year.
0: Yeah. Got the game on Saturday, got then ended the training camp yesterday or today. No, yesterday. No, yeah, yesterday is Wednesday. we're recording
1: th- we're recording Thursday, so Thursday was the last day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought it was yeah. Wednesday it was the last day. But anyway, they released they released a depth chart. Yes. The official um, first depth chart and Yes. I mean it does make for interesting reading.
1: It does. To be honest yes i mean
0: obviously obviously some of these uh we know are going to be are almost set in stone like the like the offensive line they seem yeah. to have they prefer baits compared to um torrents at right guard
1: i think it's still um, i think the right guard might change but yes i i think i certainly think four of them are probably are certainly set in stone with one definitely in pencil
0: Mm. And obviously, because there was a bit of a worry about Dion Dawkins, who I think Tuesday yeah. actually left, left practice early, but came back and has been practicing again. So it's sort of good news on there, but also it's a bit worrying that you've got both your starting tackles having a bit of few injuries.
1: Well, I've, I've seen some more encouraging stuff from from Spencer Brown over the last week or so. He, it was a bit of a worry last week when he, he pulled up and he was uh, back was bad, and uh, you know it's been been um, you know he was um, couldn't take his shoes off and he was really bad. But I've been keeping keeping an eye on him the last last few practices, and by all accounts, he's yeah he's been all right. He's been fine, so mm-hmm. hopefully just been working through it so he certainly I'll we'll, we'll talk about the, the Colts game in a minute but um I'd I'll, I'd certainly be interested in seeing how you go
0: yeah i think i, I don't know what what really stands out for you if we if we stay on the offense to start with okay i don't know what really there's nothing really there that, that stands out too much john obviously they have Knox as the top top dog compared to yeah, Kincaid but probably not a big is... surprise
1: but yeah, yeah. that makes makes perfect sense I don't think Dawson Kincaid can mind too much um, they've got it's a bit, bear in mind the depth chart is we, we should say to anyone who hasn't yet seen it it's based on 11 personnel that's one running back one mm. tight end and three wide receivers so it's based on if you were running with that personnel these are the three people we'd expect to see on the field the only one that really jumps out to me then, I wouldn't say it was a a, a huge shocker but just sort of interesting is that they have got Khalil Shakir as the third wide receiver next to Stefan Diggs and um, Gabe Davis now it mm. kind of makes sense that Deontay Harty and Trent Sherfield, respectively would sit behind those two but it is sort of interesting that he's the, the, in that 11 personnel he's the first, at least according to this depth chart, is the first name that you'd come to once the big two they've got both
0: party and yeah they've got both party and shakir as, as the number one for that i think at the moment i think they're still undecided on that but
1: yeah it, but it, essentially see i thought they might have had Sherfield possibly there um as the third because he's, he's had such a good camp and maybe it's just a, a strictly a positional thing that, that, that shakir is the first in that position and he's mm-hmm. obviously he's not it's not it's not said in stone i just think mm. it was it was a bit interesting that they have you know he's a year two yeah. guy picked him up was it fifth round was it last yeah. year and at least at least for the first step chart of the 2023 season he's a starter i don't you know read mm. into that one as well but i think that, i think that is a little interesting
0: i think i think to be honest with it there's there you can you can see you can sort of see where they're heading and who's going to be Who's going to be a Who's going to be in the reckoning for that final fifty-three? I mean, you. Yeah. I was reading earlier that at least a wide receiver. You've got Diggs, you've got Davis, you've got hearty Shakir, and Sherfield as your as your locks on there.
1: That's your father,
0: yeah. And then it's it's interesting. They've got obviously Justin Shorter, our yeah. sixth round draft pick behind Gabe Davis, yeah. But someone who's been having a decent um training camp is um Torell Shaver, but they have him pretty much on the fourth, if you want to call it the fourth, the fourth slot behind uh, Marcel Atman, Keyshawn Johnson. And that's that surprises me because Shavers by all means had a good training camp and he's been predominantly on on special teams and I could see those two shorter Shavers been yeah. fighting each other for that last spot. So I think they'll they'll roster six on yeah. there.
1: Yeah.
0: But it'll be an interesting to see, but I mean I haven't heard much of Aitman. Um I heard a bit about Keyshawn Johnson during camp, but yeah. Shaver's been named that's been that's been popping up quite a bit. Coulter has a swell until he's injured his knee, so he's on the bubble. Isabella
1: made a couple of catches I saw in the last last couple, so at least he's in well, it was about the shop window. If he doesn't make the fifty-three, he's got enough film and he's got enough obviously good good report cards coming out that he might be attractive to another team. And if if not, hmm. that uh, practice squad.
0: Yeah, but I think I think I think it's interesting how they how they're playing it. And obviously, we know and we're going to preview the Colts game in a bit that with with this sort of stuff, it's the the guys that are listed first on the depth chart and all that, and the odd seconds. They won't play that much.
1: No, in the we already race. know Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs definitely won't be. And yeah, I think the the rest. So we might see a flash of Dalton Kincaid, but it's pretty much first quarter maximum, isn't it? That's that's the way. It
0: i think, To be honest, I think they'll give Kincaid, and we'll talk about this a bit later. I think they'll give Kincaid a bit more a bit more time on there
1: just to get yeah,
0: him okay. up to date, but. The only other thing on on offense, really looking at it, I mean, the hour and out, James Cook, number one running back, yeah. Damian Harris, um, second, Latavius Murray, third, and Harris has been injured the last few days and actually sat out at least one or two practices, and Murray's made advantage. So, yeah, it's it's interesting how they see that. We as as, as we spoke in the last last show. James Cook is gonna be pretty much that three down number one type running yep. back and going to be how Dorsey how Dorsey works it to bring Harris Murray. And you better believe that you're gonna probably see more of Harris and Murray taking taking charge of the M um, or the running back game in this mm-hmm. preseason. I think Cook yes. is another one that's gonna is gonna sit pretty much after the first couple of series yes. in week one of preseason yes. one. Uh, the, I say, apart from that, everything else really is as it is on offense. I mean, Quinton Morris is third behind Kincaid and Knox, and I think he's. I think if you take in three tight ends, if yeah. you exclude Gillum, then it's not it's not Kincaid and Morris. I think yeah. and Sternberger and Wilson haven't really done enough. And no, Morris has said steadily improved and those and those the playbook. And, yeah. and quite familiar with Josh Allen. So I can't really see anything on there that's that really jumps out. The only thing I can probably see is, is on the tackle side. I've just had another look at the tackles. They've got a left tackle. They've got Dawkins first on the depth chart, then yeah. Tommy Doyle, yeah. then Ryan Van Denmark. But for right tackle it's looking track. at a
1: different thing I'm looking at the depth chart on ESPN and I've got Questenbury third at left tackle and I've also got him third at right tackle but you've got you're looking at a different
0: I'm looking at the official Buffalo Bills one.
1: Oh, I was trying to find it on the website and couldn't find it and then I just googled it and, <laughs> uh, ESPN was the one that came up first oh that's interesting I got yeah I've got Qu- Questenbury at uh, uh, third interesting
0: Hold on, let me see if I can, let's put it up on that, uh, share screen, uh, share screen, well, don't show these tips again. If that brings up, I'll bring it up and see if I can get the, there we go. Try that, can you see, can you see that now?
1: Uh, yep, yeah, just about.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. For everyone listening and actually just heard that conversation, I've just fantastic <laughs> <up laughs> audio, <chart>.
1: audio <laughs> a fantastic audio medium.
0: <laughs> but it as I say, but then it shows right. Uh, as I was saying shows right tackle with brown shell, then Quessenberry, and how Quessenberry even on the SPM one and on this one is is third string is is beyond me because this guy he he was relief and actually stepped into both left tackle and right tackle during last season mm. and knows it more and by all means i think he's had a decent camp and always been first up but yet they put brandon shell and tommy doyle as the um as the backups
1: yeah so i'm actually on the buffalo bills actual website so you're looking at the buffalo bills uh twitter feed aren't you
0: yeah. Because I'm
1: on the actual, I've just, I found it, I just searched for it on the website, or I just used the search. We, we've got, oh, we, buffalobills.com has got Questionbury as the backup to both Dawkins and Spencer Brown. Oh, my. We, we. <laughs> so we, we've been to three good. different outlets, and we've got three different depth charts. This is All absolutely right. source. How <laughs> is this, how is this reliable? I'm trying to, trying to do uh, a series. A man of journalism yeah. there. Says, this is this is shocking yeah i had Questenbury in my espn one Questenbury was third both of them right. so we i had um, um tommy doyle was was back up to Dion Dawkins and shell was back up to spencer brown and Questenbury was third on the buffalo bills website i've got Questenbury as the backup tackle in both
0: right okay let's let me let me load this up i mean everyone's probably going to is now screaming at that going, what the hell are they talking about now? Why the hell are they just told us something completely different and all that? And
1: I'm going to go to a different website. We'll I'm going to go to ourlads.com. That'll, that'll, uh, that'll, they've, n- they've never seen me wrong. <laughs> right guard. Right guard, right tackle. Yeah. So this is, this is the same one. So my left tackle. Yeah. Wait, so hold on, hold on. The, hold. the ESPN
0: hold on hold on i've just i've just noticed and, and now people listening to this are going to have a laugh go back to the buffalo bills one for me yes right obviously you see quesonberry do you see do you see torrance in there do you see kincaid in there
1: no, I, I know that they hadn't added the new additions to that, but they have called it the twenty twenty three depth chart, which is misleading to the to the website. It's the alignment I'm I'm criticising because they, should, they shouldn't they shouldn't be calling something on their own website the depth chart when the depth chart's been released that isn't accurate on the website. Like if you yeah. can't if you can't count on buffalobills.com, dot if they haven't even updated the depth chart on their own website to take account of the new draft picks that's that's <laughs> a bit of a worry
0: yeah so i'll just we'll just go on we'll just go on what what, what i've uh, what i on on the twitter one but yeah, yeah as, I say, <laughs> as i say as i say that was an interesting people are now laughing people probably turned off and go what the fuck are these two talking about you know no, what they're talking about now they're just going on tandem but let's go back to it but yeah no it's I mean it's we will be we won't be seeing many of these these things that we've mentioned much I think obviously we're going to see a lot of see how Quesnberry and Shell and Tommy Doyle will do yep
1: um because which...
0: that's that's going to be that's going to be the the more the um the concern, or the more of the intrigue, as I say, we'll, we'll get through to some of these in a minute. But let's let's turn it to defence and yes. and are you on the Twitter depth chart, or are you on a different depth chart?
1: I've just, you know, I've got three different depth charts that are open in front of me, so I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna pick this at, uh, pick this at random. I'll tell you what, mine one's got. So this one was done on says so recently updated on the eighth. So that was near the end of the 8th that that came out. So the first I started talking about it yesterday, didn't they? So my uh, offense, no, defense, we've done that. I've got my uh, defensive, my left and right defensive ends are, you know, well, this is bullshit because I've got uh, Greg Rousseau, which is fine, but then I've got Von Miller, Pup, for right defensive end. Uh so I've got Epineza as my right defensive end. What it does yours say?
0: Well mine's got mine on edge's got Russo, then Von Miller, then Leonard Floyd and A. G. Epinesa. Yeah, so Patrick I've got Jones. I've got
1: the I've got the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are your tackles? What, who are your two starting tackles? Uh Oliver and Jones. And my two backups are Tim Settle and Jordan Phillips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're we' we' we're back. Which, that's not that's not too bad. Interestingly, Puna Ford is the third. That's, that's which I did think was which I did think was interesting.
0: Yeah, that's that that was the one that shocked me because I mean, Puna Ford, he's he's your run typical run stuffer. He actually had that interception, which I posted the video on Twitter. I retweeted yeah. it. Someone posted it out there, and you could see Josh Allen from the bench charging after him, trying to oh, get it. Oh yeah, him. I know the one. But, yeah. I I still expect Puna Ford to be on the roster come
1: yeah
0: come the fifty three, but to have him behind Settle maybe it's just because Settle's been here for a year, and maybe this is what some of this is. Maybe it's just clicking now that some of this is the fact that some of these players have been in the system for a couple of years. That that's why they're they're filling ahead because I mean Jordan Phillips he's pretty much had. He's missed like a third or a half of the training camp through injury. Yeah. And he's he's second behind Ed Oliver. And then Kingsley Jonathan, okay, he's down fourth on the um, on the right end, but he's had a few few decent plays. And he's behind Shaq Lawson. I mean Lawson, who knows what's going on with him. But I think I think it's gonna be it's going to be interesting I think as I say we're not going to see Russo we're not going to see Oliver we're not going to see Jones we'll probably not see Vanessa much maybe not even Leonard Floyd I think we won't we probably won't see all those so it will be mainly a dress rehearsal for Basham Lawson Philip Settle Ford Anku Jonathan and Ray I think they'll be the majority of it and and it's going to be interesting and even, even linebacker, they've got down still as Bernard and Dodson as as undecided. Hot,
1: off, hot off the press this afternoon, um, Bernard pulled up, didn't they, with hamstring, didn't they?
0: Who did that? Who was that? Terrell, Terrell Bernard. Then that's
1: probably pushed Dodson to the
0: um, to the forefront, but I think the, the second the
1: second linebacker was um, it was basically the battle of the Torrell's and Tyrells. <laughs> it was Bernard versus Dodson so I think it's probably at least at this point Dodson's de facto the uh Hmm. linebacker next to Milano to be honest to be honest
0: I think I think it is Dodson's lose I mean well it it definitely is now (laughs) I mean the ball the the coaches seem to love him he's actually impressed quite a bit actually calling plays in the middle um, he's been in the system for four or five years now, and he slowly got better and better when he as as time goes on and, and was relief of um Tremaine Edmonds when he had to, s- to sub out last year. So, I still don't know why they think Bernard is a front runner. I think it's more Dodson. Would if you have to fasten both as one, I'd have yeah. Dodson 1A. Bernard's 1B, but I think Bernard's yeah. not the 2, than a 1B. Okay. The only interesting one from that linebacker core, or at least the, the middle linebacker, is they listed AJ Klein as as fourth. On yes. chart. and Spectre ahead of him. Yes, I know yeah. Spectre's had at the beginning of camp had three or four um, spells as first-team um middle linebacker but having Klein there is is kind of worrying because he is the veteran and when he had come in he's he's actually been a very reliable guy mm. a very reliable um linebacker and I believe he is a special teams guy as well so that's going to give him a bit of um a bit of collateral Mm-hmm. Over Spectre, which I don't think has played that much special teams or not been practicing much as special teams, but uh, it, it it's going to be interesting. But we'll definitely won't see. We'll probably see more Spectre and Klein this these next coming weeks. Because I think then if if Bernard is is out for a while, they're not going to risk Dodson. They'll probably give him a couple of series and then say, yeah, sir, you must. You yeah. are linebacker number one." But it's it, and and say so they've got Dorian Williams. I think the experiment of him as a middle linebacker. I think that might be, I think that might be over for now. Yeah, because he's always he's always done is is been the outside linebacker pretty much yeah. the whole of camp. And obviously they've listed him now as as an outside linebacker yeah. behind Milano and ahead of Travan Howard. Which yeah
1: it's is, not a bad position for a third third round recent draft hmm. sit, behind, sit behind Milano, step in for him as and when you might get a bit you might get a bit of play on um, on saturday
0: i think i think williams will probably get quite will get a load more Well, i think williams will see majority of the time i think that's yeah. say you you can guarantee right now that most of these starters will be gone by the end of the by the end of the first quarter Yes. depending on how long we've got the ball for and all that. They'll be they'll be rested and they'll be in the showers. Well, yeah. almost in the showers. They'll be on the sideline just in case. With their feet
1: up. Jacket, the jackets feet up. and T-shirts. Yeah,
0: toasted marshmallows. Um, yeah. But, I, but I see Williams actually having a lot more, um, lot more plays on there. And it'll be nice to see if he can actually, if he shows why he's at third round third round selection and yeah and even when you go into to cornerback I mean it's this is going to be interesting I mean you've got obviously Benford Elam and Jackson all listed yeah. as corner one well on the on the other side to Trey White, how many of those people how many of those three do you think are going to play the whole the whole game or at least, at least a couple of series. Well,
1: let, let's just do a quick check between what you're looking at and my OurLads.com uh, depth <laughs> chart, because my left cornerback starter is Trey. My right yeah. cornerback is Kyrie lamb starter. Okay. Well, my, what does your say?
0: Mine is, well, from the, from the Bills depth chart, that's actually based on Twitter, I've got Tredavious White left, yeah and i've got benford elam jackson as, as one as your
1: first second and third
0: no as, as 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 number one so where they've actually put it they haven't stuck him they haven't stuck either one as second or third they pretty much tried to bunch him in as as first on the depth chart for um right cornerback
1: uh that Seems weird because that's not much of a depth chart. If you if you're declaring a, a dead heat, you need, you need to have someone as the first and someone as the second, even if there's not, even if there's nothing between them. That's I. uh I, I mean, I, I don't have a lot of respect now for the Buffalo Bills so, social media organisation there. They don't have an accurate list of their actual website, and the thing you're looking at can't tell us who the starting second cornerback is. Mine mind wow. says Kyrie Lamb is, is the starter of the right cornerback, and Trey obviously is the one. And then the respective backups for Trey and Kyrie Lamb is Christian Benford and Dane Jackson. Seems perfectly fine to me. And, yeah. Um,
0: can you, can you see can you can uh, again I've put it back up on there, but can you actually can you actually see well, a little bit? So of what you've
1: got, yeah. So you've got so that I've got right. Nickel corner is Taron Johnson. cornerback is Trey White. Right. Yeah, that's rubbish. That sorry. That that you're supposed to have a player in each column. One that says the first, one that says the second, one that says the third. That's that's like a three-way heat. That's like what you do at a school sports day, where it's like a really close finish, and you don't want to disappoint any of the kids, so everyone gets a gold medal. Like that's just that's no, sorry, that's 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 rubbish because that's basically saying that Jamarcus Ingram is the backup to Trey White.
0: Yeah, which I, yeah, no, I, I always sorry. thought.
1: I'd which
0: which is interesting and obviously Saran Neal obviously is back up is third on the depth chart to Cam Lewis.
1: Yes, we do have as, that. I've Taron Johnson as the starting nickel backed up by Cam Lewis backed up by Saran Neal after that. Well,
0: we might we might be able to, on Saturday we might be able to find out whose depth chart is is correct. Yes, that, well, well, but well, it's,
1: well, that, could, that could change. Depth charts are fluid, aren't they? Yeah. So it doesn't mean that these people are the ones that will be rolled out first. But it will be interesting, and this might be our brilliant pivot jump-off point, to say, well, who will actually start then? Will it be Trey and Kyrie Lam, who will be like mm-hmm. the, start, the starting corners with Poyer and Hyde? With, um, well, I think it will almost certainly be Ty- uh, Tyrell Dobson and Milano. And then who the... Yeah. Because if think, it is Elam, even if he plays the first snap, that's still meaningful. That kind yeah. of would say to me that at least <clears throat> at that point in the first preseason game, he's the starting corner opposite Trey White. I think I think it's going to be interesting because, as I say, if if if
0: Elam plays plays a series and then not stepped out and and not playing for the rest of it, and it's between Jackson and Benford. Um, at both corner spots, then you kind of think that Elam has got the jump and is in pole position for that cornerback too. I mean, he did get burnt quite badly by Gabe Davis yeah. um, a couple of days ago. But, as as I mentioned previous, he's he's more of a zone guy than man-to-man. But it was interesting, Josh Allen coming out... um few days ago, Haley's not going to like that.
1: Hey, Haley's not going to like
0: that. Cheap,
1: cheap gag. Cheap, cheap gag. We we should be above that.
0: He 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 came out and said that at training camp he shared a locker room. He shared a a locker room with with Kyrie Elam, and the fact that Elam was a guy that was again like we saw in the documentary when they drafted him. Oh yeah, in the playbook learning yeah. and trying to make himself better all the time. So it could be a case oh, he'll that,
1: get that. it could be a case that he is. But yeah. and it, it might it, be it might be it might be a platoon game. Uh, that's that's the word everyone's throwing around these days, isn't it? It might hmm. be it might be a platoon game in um in, in the pre-season preseason. It might be Elan might start but then the, the, then he'll play a couple, then Dane Jackson will come in for a couple, and uh, Benjamin will come in for a couple and maybe Elan comes back for a couple. Uh, and or, then it's and then they really do and then they really do push it out to the to the to the thirds and the
0: fours. Or it could be a case that Elam will have will start the first will, will pretty much start and play the majority of the first game, then yeah. probably be rested or, or then Benfield Jackson will play the majority of the second game and then yeah, the third person doing that. It's it, it'll be could interesting. Be. And obviously the the safeties are not really a really as they are, Poyd, Higher, Taylor Rapp. On the Bills one, they've got Hamlin and Cam Lewis. I think Cam Lewis has been tried at both um, corn, at nickel and safety, and uh, she's done quite well.
1: Yeah, no, I've heard I've heard, good, I've heard uh, good things about that. I mean, you, uh, you shouldn't mark a player down because of one bad play, but I think we're all still... I remember him running into the Panther in the Vikings game, aren't we? And we're still like... Yeah. Uh, god you stupid man but no he's i mean all credit to him for for shaking that off and, and working really hard you got you kind of got to think whether he comes in as a as a backup nickel or as a backup safety you'll think they'll they'll try and find a way to 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 get him on board but it's not going to be easy i think i think he's got, i think they've played
0: they're playing him at both excuse me, trying him out in both positions I think that'll be, that'll be the stick for him. I mean, Saron Neal can play outside and nickel um, as well. Jamarcus Ingram, I think, had played a bit of safety, but it's mainly a, a cornerback. But Cam Lewis, he's, he, he can, they've tried him a safety, he's pressing a safety and can play nickel. And that's what we are going to need, because you're going to have at least four um, cornerbacks, so he's... Unless there's a huge injury issue, he's not really going to see anything outside of on the outside. So, having that versatility, and we always like oh, yeah. that have great. versatility.
1: Oh, great, great guy to have around. I mean, if we get to, well, I'm sure we'll have our cut down episode and the 53 episode. But they usually take four corners today and four safeties something like that yeah something like that four eight or nine on the d line and three or four on that so that's 22 if you do the same again in offense plus another five for special teams you've basically then got taron johnson cam lewis maybe maybe saran Neal, and that's almost it that's mm. that's with with your especially couple of special teams people that's that that's almost it um mm. Yeah. So it's so someone someone's, someone's going to lose out. Maybe D Marlowe mm. doesn't make it. Maybe Jamarcus <laughs> Ingram. Maybe they 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 come back as practice squad guys. But you're struggling to see how anyone can break in.
0: Yeah. The the only, one other thing before we talk about we briefly talk about the Colts game, which we've been talking a little bit about during the depth chart. It's yeah. interesting to see the the kickoff and punt return order. Yeah. We've got Harty, Shakir, Isabella in that order for, for yep. all three. Yep. But yet, they've had Darrington Evans take quite a few snaps at um, at both those positions. So even though Isabella's listed as fourth in the fourth group on the wide receiver chart,
1: hmm.
0: it's possible that he might make a play. So that last spot, they'll take yes. six wide receivers that last spot could be between shorter shavers and isabella all of them yeah. can play special teams yeah so that that's an interesting to to see and maybe it's a case that obviously why they have on the build depth chart they have hearty and shakir as, as number one um slot receiver that whoever doesn't get that spot will become the special become the the number one return guy
1: yeah yeah, I mean and that's and that's what it's coming down to, isn't it? It's coming down to just those last couple of spots because we've got so many good players now. Mm. It's it's we've now got coming down to a special team's kick return is now the, the only the, the final way you can get onto the uh, you can get onto the field. Um yeah. quick quick word before we, we do talk about preseason. Um it does it does mean of course DeMar Hamlin being the third or fourth safety, depending on how you look at it. Might get some serious playing time um, pre-season as well. If Poyer and Hyde play for a couple of series and then um, depart, it could be a Taylor yeah. Raptor for Hamlin. So again, he's 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 back on the field in the first pre-season game. Miracles do happen. Um, and of course, friend of the show, Reed Ferguson, still there. Oh yeah,
0: I, I I should have asked him this question when he actually. I don't, I, don't, I think we may have asked him that. Previously, obviously, what's the difference between long snapper and center? I think we did ask him that question.
1: Oh, but, oh it's huge. Oh, it's just like night and day.
0: Yeah, because I was kind of I, I, I always thought, I uh, say, so I think we did ask him why why he didn't why don't long snappers don't actually uh, um, practice as as emergency um, centers. But yeah, there's so much there's so much difference and in between, but. It's, good it's, like,
1: it's, it, it, it's sort of it's it's sort of, it's probably obvious to people in the game. It's like because I I used to ask, well, why don't why doesn't the punter just be the kicker as well? That seems like a waste that you've got a punter and a kicker. But it, but the, the discipline so to the untrained eye, it might look um, well, mm. it, you know, you just kicking. One's kicking out of your hand, and one's kicking from the floor. What how, how different can that be? You've only you've only got one job. Can't you do like two jobs as well? But no, it's you have to be. Yeah. So specialized, so serious, and every yard you gain in a punt is 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 like a it's like a first down, isn't it? So I was saying about punting: you punt sixty yards, and someone punts thirty yards, that's three first downs. If you had a player who got you three first downs every game, they'd be a valuable member of the team, and that's what a punt is. So it's like if you've got someone who's not good at punting, get rid of them.
0: Yeah, I mean. Let's let's talk let's talk the Colts game. We I mean, we've yes. talked about it during the depth charts yeah. yeah. We know the majority of the starters will probably only play a couple of snaps and it'll give us sort of an idea of where they want to go come week one against the Jets. Who who for you you, you can have as many as you want on off but you can make up to two on offense or two yeah. on defence. Yeah that you're kind of looking looking forward to seeing and seeing who can make that to him make that impact. I'm wondering if we're going to have different people.
1: Yeah, right off the bat, I'm not going to say Dalton Kincaid because I think that's kind of a given. I think (coughs) we all really, really want to see Dalton Kincaid. And if he just makes a couple of catches and just shows off a little bit of separation, I think (coughs) that will be more than enough jam on our uh, toast. Um, I'm really interested in seeing Spencer Brown. I really hope he's okay. I, you know, I'm obviously worried about the the offensive line. It's been the, the thing I want to see. Uh, I want to see um, what uh, Conor McGovern looks like at left guard. I'm not seen. I've only heard things about him. They, they don't really get like the life reps and the thing with the pads on. So we, we kind of don't really know. It sounded like the offensive line a week ago was getting absolutely just. Rips apart by the D line and the, and the pass rush, and that's maybe I, I think I said it last week is is a big positive for D line and the pass rush. But like what I have seen in the past week was the offensive line a lot better. It's given Josh a lot of protection. So I think those those two kind of Spencer Brown and just can they buy the quarterback? Um, you know, does it does it look decent? Uh, those hmm. those are my two on the offense. Uh, do you want to do your two on the offense and and then I'll do my two on the defense.
0: Yeah, okay. My my two yeah. on on offense, they're both they're both wide receivers, really. And yeah. I've, I've been a nice air Coulter fan for for, okay. for the preseason, but I know he's been injured. He's still injured with knee, so I don't know if he's going to be playing on um, on Saturday. But yeah, the two names really are Keyshawn Johnson and Tyrell Shavers. Okay. Both of them are different in their own in their own sets. I mean, Keyshawn Johnson's had the last week or so has started to creep up and actually get noticed quite a bit with some of the catches that he's doing, some of the way he's actually um been able to to maneuver and actually um breaking his break out his um, roots and shavers just for what he can do on special teams. And you've got that extra height as a six six guy who runs a four, I think it was a four four and has has had some has a decent a decent shot especially as he's playing special teams to try and get that their last spot so in essence those two i would have i would add a third one as in as in quentin morris because he's 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 constantly been getting better and mm-hmm. if it does come down to they take three tight ends and they maybe sacrifice gillam which i don't think they will Morris is is pretty much a lot to go as a third as a third tight end, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can what he can do because he is athletic we've seen what he did last year with limited mm-hmm. stats and I think those three are the ones really to watch on on the depth chart for, for the Colts game.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, obviously, the excitement of of getting Dalton Kincaid and then, oh, how's Dawson Knox going to be? And apparently, Dawson Knox has been perfectly fine as well. Mm. Um, but I've seen a few, when when the name of Quinton Morris has come up, it's like, yeah, no, he's been good as well. He's perfectly perfectly acceptable as a as a Titan three, um, and he's one of those guys that he's probably only going to come on in maybe a goal line situation or as cover if something happens to Kincaid or Knox. But right. he's he's one of those guys that I think who come in and you, you won't worry about him. I think you, I, th- mm. I think he'll do a decent job. So yeah, interesting. All right, defense, off you go. Right, defense. <sighs> right, okay. Let me get my uh, thing back. I'm interested as to who my well, I mean, I, I made the point about the second cornerback. I'd be interested to see who the who the start the the starter is. But I think more importantly. I'd like to see um, just the, the the quality. I'd like to see. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say. It. I'd like to see both cornerbacks. Actually, I, I'd like to see Trey. I hear he's back to the old Trey that we know and love. He maybe just needed to finish the season and have a good preseason and get get himself 100. percent By all accounts, he looks great, looks fit, looks looks raring to go. So, and I'm interested to see who's who's going to be the second cornerback. So if it, if it's Kyrie Lamb, great. I just want him to 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 win that start starters job. I'm not one of those people who's down on Dane Jackson. I think Dane Jackson's a very good player. It's lower ceiling perhaps than than the others, but a higher floor doesn't let you down. Um, and I think yeah, I, I I think let let's see who the starting cornerback two is, and let's see the the tray we know and love.
0: Ah. We're definitely, we definitely are different on the offense and defense on there. So, my my players to watch out for are um number forty nine Shane Ray, okay, and number fifty one Eli Anku.
1: Oh, okay. We've had a uh, Anku's been around for a yeah. yeah he's, he's been, been, around, here, been he?
0: around for a while. He's he is a guy that that the Bills do like, and he is a run stopper. Not on the move. Not in the mold as good a mould as Ford and Jones but it's, it, he's a good run stopper and actually does have a bit of pass rush ability on him and I mean even Cortez Broughton I've been reading the last few days has had a decent um, last few days so mm-hmm. it's another name to watch out for but Anku definitely and then Shane Ray you, you just look back at the redemption story that he's going to have on there you know that he's that for this preseason as many as he can he's going to be he's going to be pushing as hard as he can he's going to work as hard as he can to get those um to get those reps in and think good use of those reps and i think yeah uh, what' he's, what he's shown in in camp will actually serve him well as so i can see russo floyd epinesa probably rest after a couple of series which then leaves lawson basham ray jonathan as the um, as the backups for the rest of the seat, rest of the game, I mean even Kingsley Jonathan has shown up flashes in the, and and the Bills like him and he's come and last year when he's come in he's actually been really good at stopping the run for an edge and has some pass rush ability. So this defensive line is definitely one to look out for.
1: Mm-hmm. To be honest,
0: but we will uh we'll see come come not, saturday
1: yeah i mean they're not going to pull all the gloves off are they they're not they're not going to it's obviously it's very based it's very vanilla stuff it's all probably more of a workout mm. than anything else but i am interested into what happens with the d-line and the pass rush because it's certainly for the last two years it's i mean really since the 2020 conference game against the Chiefs, it's kind of been okay, we need to improve the pass rush. Don't worry, we've got it. We're gonna get a couple of pass rushes in, and then it's like, okay, now, now it's like year two of the pass rush. Now it's now it's gonna get there. We've got Von Miller and he's gonna he's gonna raise them up and he's gonna be good. But and this year we're sort of like it's year three of okay, this time the D line and and to be fair, they have been slowly bit by bit adding players and adding players and making improvements and still hearing those good noises about Russo. We're obviously not going to see Von Miller for the first few weeks of of The season, you would think, um, mm. maybe week six. That seems to be the consensus, doesn't it? When all the sort of all the shouting's over, um, but yeah, that would be an that would be an interesting thing. Can they can they generate some pressure? Can they be stingy on run defense? Can they make the can they put the quarterback off? That's that's that would be a good look. A good look.
0: Yeah, I mean anything anything this this preseason, we we've got football back. We've got life. <laughs> We've got Four live.
1: we're coming on a Thursday. Four weeks today is the Chiefs Lions game.
0: Yeah. So, so football exactly. is well and truly back now. Uh, Premier League starting this week as
1: well. So it's a good. Well, for those of us in the national, for those of us the national league, we started uh, last Saturday, so we're uh, already uh, a week into it. Lost three so one at home. Lost three one at yeah. home to, to Curzon. Furleyo. Yeah,
0: it's going to be a long. But, year. No. It's it's a good time for sport to come back now. I mean, I've been watching the hundred quite a lot recently. Yeah, cricket.
1: Lionesses uh, in, uh, in the World Cup in the World Cup quarter final on Saturday. Well, so, show I'm, you how to I'm win. Kind
0: I'm kind of glad what? they actually have a Saturday one because every single time I've been at work when they have played.
1: Well, it's, yeah, and it's, it's, it's the problem with Down Under football, isn't it? Everything yeah. everything's always on in the middle of the night, aren't they? But um, uh, yeah. Hey-ho. But no, it's annoying.
0: it's going to be interesting. I mean, obviously, we've got a lot lot planned. We've got a few weeks of the season. We should be having a special guest next week.
1: Yes, I know late. you and
0: Mark have been informed, and I'm just awaiting confirmation of the time. It's yeah, it's probably normal time that we do it. It's actually an um, NX Bills player. I'm gonna yeah. give you. I'll give people clues. Yeah, I know Robin. I know Robert and Mark know who it is. I'm gonna give. People clues, and if they want to put their guess underneath when I post this um, episode out, he is—he was a starting tackle in the Super Bowl era. Yeah,
1: mm. that's that's a pretty big clue.
0: And he was—he's um, a—he he's a, was a dominant left tackle, and he had—he played a couple of games in London. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah. That... yeah,
1: you set it up nicely there anyone anyone
0: was around, anyone around in the super bowl era will uh prick their ears up yeah i think they're going to find um let's just see i'm going to see what well, my system wants to speed up um just actually get the actual time the the, the years just so it narrows it down quite a bit um played for the bills Get yeah, between 86 and 92 so pretty much this most of the super bowl most of the super bowl years and it was their first round he was their first round pick in 86 that's all the clues you're going to get so i hope you're guessing uh hopefully he'll be joining us on the show next week which we're going to have fun about and say we've got we've got preseason coming up we've got our 53 cut day Ready to go. We've got a few more guests lined up, so it's going to be an exciting time as we build up towards the um, towards the start of the season, which yeah. is just over four weeks away for the Jets game, obviously four weeks for the first actual NFL game. Uh, but all we can say is follow, keep following all of us on socials at uk underscore bills, at our WBB underscore podcast. Uh, there'll be more news about the about the UK Bills um, Weekender. There's some news coming out of that hopefully within the next uh next few weeks to so keep the social going on there and all i can say is for robin and me and mark sunning it up in Menorca, even though he can't be here lucky bastard again um all we can say is good morning good afternoon good evening thank you for listening and let's go
1: buffalo bills go Bills! Yeah, no, no, not us. you don't know anything about art you don't know anything about work huh? that's who we are Bills on three one two three <laughs>